Hey mamas, you're listening to the Whole Mama Podcast with Jenna Gibbons. We'll talk all things motherhood and how to build a solid foundation for our children. Our goal is to empower and educate and provide the tools to embrace motherhood and raise compassionate and confident lifelong learners. We believe that as mamas, we need to give ourselves some grace, and our children deserve the best education. I'm your host, Jenna Gibbons, recording right from my barn outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So throw something comfy on and grab a mug of your favorite drink, and let's get started. We have so much to talk about. Thanks for joining me today. Tuesday. Um, it is it is an early morning and um, yeah we're here about to have some coffee. I hope that you're doing well in this new year and we're just going to dive right into episode 19. I cannot believe it. It has been a crazy start to the year. I'm already on number 19 of my podcast and this week we just launched uh, my mama merch shop on Teespring. Uh, if you've been on my social media, you've heard about it. I am so pumped. I hope that mamas find uh, the products funny and relatable and, um, you know, just fun to wear. So check that out. I'll leave the link in my show notes today. And uh, today for Teaching Tuesday, we're actually going to talk about those darn sight words. And I know if you have any of your children or had children who were just beginning to read, um, sight words can feel a little daunting and, and challenging at times. So I hope that this quick little episode will help you get your kiddos feeling confident in reading these words. And I'm going to leave some resources on my blog and I will be providing um, a really cool resource I'll tell you at the end of this episode um, this week that I think will really help your kiddos with these sight words. So I always like to look up research when I'm doing this teaching um, Tuesdays just to kind of put things in perspective as to why we're talking about this particular topic. And so um, I was looking at some research according to 2017, um, the NAEP uh, reading scores, which they if you're not sure what NAEP is, they will assess, I think it's um, fourth graders, um, another grade, and then um, 12th graders on their reading skills. And, um, you know, so this particular um, uh, statistic, I don't want it to sound depressing, but it's also just kind of like um, a quick understanding of where we are right now with reading. So um, in 2017, the National Assessment um of educational progress, which is the NAEP assessment score, um, determined that 37% of our nation's fourth graders are proficient readers. 37%. 
I feel like this should be shared all the time everywhere. Um, we have readers, um, and of course we are in our country, you know, um, there are many places around the world where their children are not even reading, um, hardly at all. Or, I mean, there's a lot of different circumstances. Um, but what I have found in research I've read and, um, you know, in my teaching experiences and, and whatnot is that we have readers, but we don't have proficient and strong readers. So that 37% of our nation's fourth graders who are reading proficiently, proficiently, um, is a huge red flag. Like we have got to do something. And through my teaching with language learners and, um, and tutoring experiences and just being in the education field, you know, um, I think that our, our kids need to feel more confident in their reading. And if we can provide those opportunities for them um, to be successful, I think that we will see a change. So I thought we'd talk about sight words today. Um, just briefly, again, these Teaching Tuesdays, I try not to keep super long because I know actually all my stuff I try to keep pretty short because I know mom life, we don't have a lot of time, uh, you know, to listen to podcasts or to read, you know, books and stuff like that. So um, I think that sight words are extremely important because they're in everything we read, right? And word recognition plays such an important role in learning to read. So um, I looked up a couple different things and then included what I um, wanted to share about, you know, having taught reading um, for several years is that what are sight words and how in the world do we teach them? So um, words that can be recognized by a reader um, are known as sight words and learning certain kinds of sight words enables children to devote their energy to decoding words that are more difficult. Um, so what are sight words? So there are two different types. The first type includes decodable words that we see often in English, um, which could be and, like, get. And so these words can be read by sounding them out, but they appear so often in um, stories that learning to read them on sight will increase a child's reading fluency. And um, that was actually mentioned by a, a study, uh, Joseph Nation and Liver's Edge in 2013, which is 100% true. Um, so these words can provide a student access to connected text um, in advance of learning the phonics principles as well, otherwise necessary for decoding them. So some of those words, yes, you can decode, um, but because you see them so often, um, you know, learning them to read on site will, will help a child read and, and increase their fluency. Um, and fluency meaning the um, the speed and ease ease as which they're reading. Um, the other type of sight words cannot be decoded because um, they don't follow um, the typical standards, you know, uh, letter sound correspondences. So, for example, the word have or there or of, um, and so these words they just have to kind of be recognized automatically. And and then so then the other question is okay, so what sight words should be taught, right? Because there are thousands and thousands of words. Um, and so where do you even start? Well, there's many different research-based lists of sight words um, that I'm sure your teachers have given you over the years for your children. Like these, this is our reading list we're working on right now. Um, and here, I'm going to just talk briefly about two of the most popular lists. One of those being Edward Dolch's list in 1936. So you've probably heard of the Dolch words. Um, and these were developed as an alternative to like the longer word list that they were teaching at the time. 
um, to kind of make them a more, you know, more approachable and um, not so overwhelming. And then the other list is called Edward is from Edward Fry in 2000. Um, and the, again, we usually call it as Fry's list of words. Um, and so those are kind of the two different ones. And um, again, I'll leave um, some of these links on my website for you. And um, so we, we so we know that there are these two lists. And uh, okay, so then how, what do we do? <laughs> right? So what do you do? Um, so now that you know, um, some of these sight words lists, there's some d different research based recommendations um, to teach them. And um, so typically the lists are ordered by frequency um, to provide, you know, guidance for teachers and families, um, you know, to, f to really focus on the highest priority of words first, because they're going to see those words more, you know, more often. Um, so what I wanted to make a point of as well is that, um, which I'll, I'm going to share in just a second, is that the words that children are encountering, um, you know, we definitely do teach them in, in isolation so that they can see the word, identify it, and, and interact with it. But what you'll find in a lot of things I talk about, and then especially in this episode, is that you're, yes, that's great, and yes, we need to do that. But what I have found with my students and and what we did with them is that you must also ha um, give them the opportunity to in in encounter that word within context, right? So yes, we show them it in, in isolation by itself, but then they also have to be able, um, you know, to read that word within um, a context that they can um, easily and approachably, you know, e easily, I don't even know if approachably is a word, um, easily um, read and feel confident reading within context. So, uh, and we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but so words that children are about to encounter in a book should be considered, um, you know, alongside the sight word list that you're giving them. So um, if you're going to, if they're going to be reading a book, you know, choose one or two sight words from the book that appear in that one of those lists, right? And you can um, kind of interact with those first so that when they do read their book, they're already aware of what that word is and they can um, go ahead and read it when they're reading that book. Um, and so, and then older children, of course, may be able to learn five to seven sight words from the book at a time. And um, of course, these words should gradually be lower on the list of frequency. Um, so it just kind of depends on where your child is with their reading. But um, so what we're going to, I'm going to do right now is just kind of talk about some ways you can introduce words and teach them to your, to your kids at home. And you can do this, you know, without even having a teaching degree. Um, but again, it's just one of those things of teaching and teaching with consistency. So if you're teaching some new sight words from one of those two lists, you're going to introduce the new sight words in isolation. Um, and then immediately follow this with repeated exposure to the same sight words um, in books or other text, you know, text materials. And I'm going to um, be providing this week, so stay tuned, I'm so excited, some reading sheets for kinder and first grade that you can start today. And I on it can tell you, I did them with my students, um, with an, several co-teachers of mine. We saw huge, huge gains in reading with our language learners who are just beginning to read. And also I've used them with my son. Um, so I, I really truly believe that if your child is struggling with sight words and, and reading in general, that these will help tremendously. Um, and then also when you're introducing sight words, to not introduce two words that are similar or easily confused. Uh, because that will just add to a whole other level of confusion. So like, for example, not introducing the words on 
on and no because those are very similar and can be confusing. Um, and, so, and then also providing brief but frequent sight word instruction, especially for beginning um, readers. So I would keep it, if you're doing like a quick little session with them, um, you know, 10 minutes or less because with attention and, and that kind of thing. And you can always return to it at another time, but just give them a little bit of a break. And um, another great and I highly recommend is that offering students numerous opportunities to practice um, and receive immediate feedback from you um, to practice these words in different ways. Because as we know, kids are learning learn in different ways. We have different personalities and learning styles. So providing them some different experiences with those words and then giving them immediate feedback from you. Um, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about that. Um, okay, so, and, and as I had said about the bigger picture is that Yes, teaching these words in isolation, but giving them regular and consistent exposure to the words that they've learned um, within context and in different ways. So I'm going to jump right into um, a couple fun activities to do with them once they are, you know, learning these words. Um, and I mean, there's a million different activities out there. I grabbed um, this one from a website called themeasuredmom.com. She had some great ideas, um, and of course, there are tons out there that I'll throw on my blog for you as well. So um, one of the things she said is getting a free printable tic-tac board um, to learn sight words uh, that way and play some games uh, with tic uh, I think I said tic-tac, <laughs> tic-tac-toe, sorry. Um, and then um, also writing sight words on sticky notes and slapping them with a fly swatter. Um, you can, there's another game she called that's called Where's the Bear with Dixie Cups. Um, making a sight word parking lot is really fun with kids, especially like bo my boys love cars. So that would be a really fun way to do that. Um, writing sight words on sticky notes and using small toys as learning props. That's always fun too. Keeping things, you know, interactive and hands-on is always a great way. Um, I'm a huge advocate for play-based learning. So if they are feeling like they're playing, um, but actually our learning as well, um, it's kind of, you know, it's a win in both, in both, you know, for both of us. So, um, uh, she also has a great free printable, uh, and I'll look, I'm going to link her, um, stuff on my blog, uh, doing a role in doing, uh, I play role, a sight word. So, um, I, I believe it's what she has like a die, uh, a dice and you throw it and, um, uh, do a printable game like that. Um, doing a sight word game with a muffin tin, circling sight words with bottle cap stamps, making popsicle stick sight words. Um, and oh, she also has a set of free sight word dominoes. Um, also, some other ideas that we do with our students is having them build those words in different ways. So whether they're um, writing them in sand, making um, them with Play-Doh, um, using dry erase boards, building them with magnetic letters. Um, I love magnetic letters. If you don't have any for your kids, I highly suggest getting them and uh, just a magnetic pie sheet or a pie tin, having them build those words, um, have them hold the, the pie tin up vertically. Um, our brain recognizes um, things a little bit more easily when it's a vertical platform so having them even or on the side of your refrigerator having them build sight words anything that's hands-on that they can manipulate is a great way um, you know to interact with the words that you're teaching them so um, as I said you know if you're introducing these words keep them in small sessions and then um, once you've introduced a word or you know or 
whatever the your if your teacher is giving your your a list so going off of the list that that they're learning this year um and you know give them some different opportunities once you've talked about that word or you know two words um to interact with those those words in context and play around with them and manipulate them in some fun ways and um i i know that um your kiddos will benefit from that and enjoy doing that with you um so, um, as I said, one of the most important aspects is providing multiple ways to encounter these words with something that's approachable. Because I tend to find that um, when my, our kiddos were reading and beginning to read sight words and reading text, that the sentences that they were given, um, you know, or even, honestly, even answering questions on a, on a test, it was difficult to assess what they knew because they were overwhelmed by all the other words in those sentences. If you're introducing sight words, um, I'm a huge advocate for um, rebus readings. And if you're not sure that it's so that's a rebus is like um, sentences that incorporate words and pictures for beginning readers so that the, they are only focusing on those words you've taught them. And then the other words in the sentence are approachable because it's a picture. They're not learning that word right now. And you can include that word under the picture so they can see it. But that way, it's approachable and not intimidating. And they feel like, okay, I just read that sentence. And it's the words that you just taught them. And they're not trying to not only read the new words you've just taught them, but also whatever other words they haven't learned yet in that sentence. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, but I'm going to provide some of those examples for you. Um, as a huge, again, I always say having a book bag, book bag with some small age and, and um, reading skill appropriate readers for your kiddos that they are reading every day. And again, that's that in, in, encounter with those words daily, 20 to 30 minutes, um, so that they're kind of giving getting that both you know, introduce and introduce those new words, interact with them in fun ways and reading and seeing them in text every day um, is just a kind of a great well-rounded approach to teaching these. Um, and I'm going to be providing you some resources this week. I'm so excited um, that you can do with your kiddos. Specifically, they'll be for kinder and first grade. And then I'm always going to, you know, I can add those on if I get some good feedback on them and that you find that they're helpful. And um, lastly, just to remember to like, and I know, um, that your kiddos are probably getting this is that when you're teaching these sight words, it's also having a great phonics program in addition to those, um, because having those phonics skills to be able to decode words in general um, is critically important. So teaching these sight words in addition to a great phonics program, um, I promise you will will uh, you know your kiddos will thrive. So um, anyway, I hope this was helpful. Try to keep it short. It's a little longer than I had hoped, but um, I'm going to include all this research and all these resources on my blog. I'm a little behind, so um, I will get it on there this week and then stay tuned on my social media um, for some great resources that I'm going to offer to parents um, at an affordable price, I promise, um, that will help your kids today with their reading. Uh, So I hope you all have a great week and I will see you back here on Thursday for our new um, newly named Thursday sessions mama's minute so um, come with a a coffee or a yummy cocktail and join me for just a second uh, for mama time and some uh, some fun things that I have planned for this for this new year take care have a great day Mama, thank you for joining me at the barn today for the Whole Mama podcast. 
I hope you've laughed, reflected, and learned something valuable to take home to your family. I'll meet you right back here next week. And in the meantime, focus on these important things. Take care of yourself. Read daily with your children and find times throughout the day to truly be present with your family. This time is precious, so we must embrace those moments and be intentional about it. Lastly, remember to find those things that bring you joy daily. That cup of coffee, those comfy leggings, that song or that scripture, or even that glass of wine. Whatever it is, make sure you find that daily joy for yourself. You deserve it, Mama. If you enjoy this show, please consider supporting it and click the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes. For more content, community, and connection, please subscribe to receive a monthly Whole Mama newsletter at my blog at IamTheWholeMama.com and follow me on social media. Thank you again for joining me today, and I'll meet you right back here for our next episode at The Whole Mama.